our sponsor, Kathy Takushi, and co-host Kathy Takushi with CaptivatingJourneys.com. And she's about to go on an important Captivating Journey tomorrow. Yep, Cindy, I'm off to Egypt. Our first question I asked her today when she came in is, have you packed yet? No. And (laughs) I was shocked because I start about a week out, and then I get serious about three or four days out, or usually on the weekend before the trip. And um, then I seal it all up with the second day, which is mostly getting my things like my cords, my connectors, my... That has to have a separate section because you have to have backup. Right. And I, you know what I do that I really have found helpful? Maybe you do this. I bring um, a little power cord, the small one, not the huge ones. but one Oh, that the gives extension? You, yeah, because you know what? They never give you enough. enough. They never That's... give you enough in the room. And then you have to find something under or behind or unplug a light That's or go true. behind a desk to get the other cord. And So I bring my own power extension. And, of course, then... Being in Egypt, you're going to need, I don't know what kind of power they use in Egypt. I don't know what they use for their Mm. kind of power, but I'm sure it's not something we use here in America. No, so, yeah, we have our adapters, and we always bring a converter. But uh, you have to know which which is the right converter. Yeah, I, my my husband, I make him be in charge of that, but he he always says... um, like for your phones and like the laptops, it converts itself. So, so far he's been right. <laughs> well, that's important. They do have packages, and I've bought them, mm-hmm. where you can buy like six or seven different kinds of converters. Oh, no, the, those are the adapters. The adapters, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. The adapters are very, very important. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, this is an interesting story I thought you would appreciate. I don't know if you do this. But it's it's uh, they have top seven best out of office message examples. So like when you take a trip, oh right, right. Because I mean sometimes you get kind of annoyed when someone just has a I'm out of office and I'm back and I won't be receiving messages. So you can kind of put some interesting um, messages on there. Do you do that when you go on a trip? I think my last one I did. I put something like I'm exploring new destinations. Uh, that's good. So I can help my clients better or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's one they have here, which is typical. This is the one that's kind of a basic one. Uh, thank you for your email. I'll be out of the office from, you have the date to the date and have limited access to email. Um, I will not have access to email or you depending on limited access or not have access to email. If this is urgent, please contact and then the name. And I'll do my best to respond promptly to email when I return. But um, that's if you don't have time to be clever. Um, but you can go beyond that and start being a little clever. Hello and thanks for your email. I'm currently out of the office until... Date, 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 date. If your question is urgent. In the meantime, did you know we have a weekly monthly newsletter? Yep, you heard that right. A weekly dose of all your favorite content. Sent right to your inbox to ensure you don't miss out on all your good stuff. Sign up for our newsletter here. I'll be sure to get back to you when I return. That's kind of tricky, mm-hmm. right? Because you have a newsletter you send to your clients, right? Mm-hmm. I've been bad. I haven't been writing one lately. I've been wondering where your newsletter. <laughs> I, I have wondering. one stuck in my head that needs to come out. Maybe I'll write it on the airplane. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 you know. Um, then they have traffic driving out of office message templates you can get which are, I kind of kind of created templates you can use. 
So, you know, and, and networking or new business ones, you can use. It's something to think about. It's, I got this from getmailbird.com, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Just in case you want to be creative. You know what? I don't usually do it because I know that you can actually reach people when you're out of office, even though you say you're not out of office. And sometimes I don't want some people to know that I'm out of office. Oh. So I just leave it up, and then when I get where I'm going, I check my email and get back to people. But. Yeah, I I do well, especially when I'm traveling internationally because mm. the time change yeah. and I think uh, on the Nile the internet is not as good, and I'm sure I don't have no idea on Mount Sinai how it is. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm not never, expecting to I, have. I'm any expecting there. you to call in. I remember one time you called in. I think it was twelve o'clock or one o'clock. On you're on the Nile in Egypt. Yeah. When you called in, I'm expecting some phone calls from you. Okay. We were just talking before we went on the air um, about this interesting fact, and you said you've seen this is true. This is from Peter Greenberg's. um, I have his email, and we also run his show. But he says, solo travel is booming. It's estimated that one in four Americans will journey alone this year. But it's one thing to travel to a destination alone, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to experience it alone. Which you're seeing some more, more oh, and more yeah. people traveling mm-hmm. alone, right? Um, in order to help the solo traveler, there are many websites and apps that uh, claim they can help solo travelers once they arrive. Um, one website is meetup.com that allows you to choose your interests and show you events. It encourages experiences for like-minded travelers who will be in the same location. This one I haven't heard of, TravBuddy, T-R-A-V-Buddy.com is a social networking website that will help you find fellow travelers that are going to the same destination. And there's one called freetour.com that can help um, get you not only free walking tours, but perhaps some new friends on the tour around the city that you're visiting. And then there's one called eatwith. Eatwith.com is a way of connecting you with um, local hosts that individual travelers can go in and meet with some people there who, um, you know, or that are specialized in certain experiences like Italian feasts or other cooking classes in some places and stuff like that. So something to think about. I know that um, we're seeing, you're starting to see more cruise lines do um, single, mm-hmm. that accommodate some single. Some of the, um, even some of the river cruises, they have very limited single cabins. Uh, actually, on this trip, my Egypt trip, that where there's three single people going with us. There are three. Three. Well, you see, that I hope that, and I really hope that, that some of these cruise lines, is that her calling him? I think we so. Have, oh, yay. Yeah. We've got another Cindy on the line. Hi, Cindy. This is Cindy. Hello, Cindy. How are you? Hi, Cindy. Hi, Here's Kathy, Kathy with me. <laughs> oh, hi, Kathy. So happy to be with you. Yeah, thanks for calling in. I, I want to make sure I pronounce your last name right, and I wasn't sure. Can you give us your last name pronunciation? Yes, Litzy. Oh, it's Litzy. I wasn't sure if it was Litz or Litzy. You're with yes. you're with one of those cruise lines that is just like ah oh, the dream cruise line, Silver Sea. Oh, thank you. I, I'm very fortunate. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I I guess you two connected, Kathy and, and Cindy. You connected in on the last trip to Oahu, right? Yeah, last yes. month, right? Yeah, I think it was. I I know. Doesn't it feel like <laughs> <laughs> this year has flown already? Yeah, yeah. 
So, so tell me, I mean, I know that a lot of people have heard of Silver Seas, but not as many people I know, and, and maybe not as many people as you know, Kathy, actually um, have gone on it. So I want to, I'm really glad you could call because I wanted to kind of familiarize um, our listeners and audience and myself with um, why you got such a reputation of being such a great cruise line, but if it's really true that it is something that some people may think they're out of the price range where they can afford it, and I'd like to kind of go into that a little bit because that's the unspoken thing that people yes. don't really talk about that think, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I can afford Silver Seas because I know it's so luxury. Yes, so I think a couple of things with Silver Seas. One is that sets us apart is we're privately owned by one family, and sometimes I have to remind myself how special that is. So from our management down and then from every person that works on the ships to the office, everyone's very committed, and the ships are treated like our owners home away from home, Mm. and we now have nine of them and go to over 960 destinations. Mm. So we've really established ourselves as the cruise line that can take you anywhere, both on classic itineraries and then also on expedition itineraries. I like so that. We, I yes, like that because, yes. you know, I think, I mean, I know Kathy and I um, do a lot of cruising, and the idea of doing something different is, is happening because a lot of people now have done, you know, five, six, seven, eight, maybe nine, ten cruises, and we keep seeing the Mediterranean cruise come up time and time again, right? <laughs> we, yes. I've done that already six times. I don't want to do that again. So Expedition, tell us what Expedition cruises um, are like and where you go on those. Yes. So with with our uh, fleet of ships that we have, we actually recently converted one of our classic ships and put an ice-rated hole on her. So she's now joined our Expedition side of the fleet. Mm. And we're able to go to the polar regions, Antarctica, the Arctic, We have a ship that's year-round in the Galapagos, Mm. and then we also do really unique places, Micronesia, Melanesia, Polynesia, Russian Far East, and do it in a style where when you're on board the ship, you're still going to get all-suite accommodations, butler service, fine dining, but when you go ashore, you're going to be able to go ashore in Zodiacs and have real up-close and personal experiences shoreside Mm. and have expedition leaders that they could be teaching at Harvard, Yale, and they've they've chosen to teach on board our vessels and share their knowledge with our guests. I love that idea. I know National Geographic was kind of famous for that. And some others, but I think Lynn it's... Lynn Blatt. Yeah. Too. They, yeah, but so. I think it's wonderful that now people can have the best of both worlds, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> luxury, so Luxury and adventure combined. Yes, yes. I, I know it's a wonderful thing when they, they'll, they'll come out to the Zodiac and they'll surprise the guests. Not, not, on, not on every trip, but they'll, they'll come out with the champagne and the chocolate dipped strawberries <laughs> and surprise people on a glacier, weather permitting. <laughs> I, what's that called when you go camping high level cramp? What is that? That's called yeah, camping. camping. <laughs> yes, I, I like that idea. That's like, yeah, I've never done that and I'd be ready for that. That would be a lot of fun. So, yes. So so tell me about um, the people that are interested in your, your special expedition tours. What what do you see as, as people who want to do that? Is it a little younger? 
uh, demographic is. than you than you have on the other cruises? Yes, it it is. But we also don't want people to shy away that perhaps you know are um, a little older or maybe have um, some mobility issues. Is if someone we always tell them if someone's able to walk up a flight of stairs they would be able to get in and out of the Zodiac with assistance. Mm -hmm. And Shoreside, we always offer a variety of experiences. There could be a hike that is something that's less strenuous along the shoreline, or there could be something that's much more adventurous for those that want to do something that's more active. So we offer both. But, yes, we do see younger clientele on the expedition voyages, and we also see guests that – Maybe you'll say, gosh, you know, cruising isn't for me, mm-hmm. but then Silver Sea is able to take them to a destination that they've wanted to go to, and they like that it's more casual and attire on board. Uh, so, and, and there maybe guests that like to go to resorts, mm. uh, and because it's not as traditional of a cruise experience when you're on board. So, Kathy, when you have people contacting you about wanting to do something special. I mean, sometimes I know people say they have an anniversary coming up or a birthday, they're going to get engaged, and they want to do something special. Then um, how do you go about talking to the people about the, you know, this this amazing opportunity at Silver Seas? Well, um, of course, you know, you have to, uh, you know, budget is, you know, uh, comes up. Um, so, but, you know, if you, a lot of, some clients, they book suites in maybe like a premium, Mm -hmm. maybe like an Oceana. And then you, when you add up all the things that the additional costs for something like that, it, in the end, it's either the same as Silver Sea or sometimes less. Uh, That's a very good point. And I'm sure that that happens with you sometimes when you see that as well. Because I know more and more people, I don't know, I mean, it's it's like, you know, it's, well, I hate to say it, but you get spoiled, and sometimes I go on some of these cruise lines, and I look at the size of the room and what they offer, and I'm going, this doesn't seem like quite what I thought I was going to be getting when I ordered a veranda and upgraded to concierge level, and you think, all of a sudden, you're going to get something, and you go and go, wow, this isn't what I thought, but with Silver Seas, you really deliver what people want, right? Yes, and... You know, to to answer the comment about uh, people looking perhaps at the initial cost of it, I think when we show them all that's included, because it is an all-inclusive experience, I think they really see, and on some lines, I know people say they feel they've been nickel and dimed. Yes. And here, before you leave, you know what your total cost is. Mm -hmm. And we do some really good comparisons showing why to cruise on Silver Sea and compare what's included that you would have to pay for on other lines. Well, let's do that. Let's go. Let's go down the list and show people um, because there's. I see some cruise lines say all inclusive, and they're really not all inclusive. You know, and you look at it, it's like, yes. oh, well, this isn't included. No, that's not included, and that's not included. So, so tell me what you offer with your all inclusiveness. Yes. So it is all suite accommodations. You don't have to pay uh, a differential to get them the amenities in your suite Mm -hmm. or the service based on your level. So even our entry-level category, I I don't ever like to say lowest category Mm -hmm. because even the entry-level 
all of our rooms have windows. We don't have any interior rooms. Mm-hmm. And every category gets butler service. All the gratuities are included. Wow. And I know some lines say that they are, but then there's an expectation. Yes. There's no expectation of gratuities on board silver suit. Mm-hmm. All the fine dining is included. Um, all of the beverages are included, and that's everything from your bottled waters, your e-lake cappuccinos, your alcoholic beverages, wines. So it's included all throughout the ships. On some ships, it's only in the dining rooms or only in a public That's room. true, yeah. Uh, and one of the other beautiful things is the type of amenities. You get your choice of Bulgari or Ferragamo amenities. Nice. In the suite, yes. And you get your pillow menu. You get a variety of diffuser scents. And I know some of this may seem like the little sprinkles on the cupcake, the extras. But when you're traveling in luxury, all of those things are, are so appreciated by our guests. Yeah, this is the and kind of thing that is like a five-star yeah. hotel, then. Exactly. That would be that would be a perfect way. We like to refer to our ships because we only have 100 to 600 guests on our nine vessels. Wow. And we always like to call it a, a luxury floating boutique hotel. Wow! Wow! That no, I mean, just going down the list of you of what you included, that's a few thousand dollars at least, right there. You know, maybe yes. about three thousand right there. Um, yes. Do you include internet? We do, and I'm so glad you just said that. We used to include it was an uh, two hours, excuse me, per person per day, and we've now gone to all inclusive Wi-Fi. That's good. So that's that's an announcement that just been made, so that's well, hot off the press news. No, for me, it's extremely important. I was just talking to Kathy before you called in about the fact whether, you know, you leave a message on your email that you're going to be out of touch when you go on trips, and I was saying, I always like to be in touch, even if I go on a trip, so yeah. I don't like to tell people they can't reach me, because it's important that they can many times, and it might make or break a deal, you know, if you can be reached or not, and so, you certainly don't want to do it by phone calls <laughs> when you're on a cruise. Yes, so true. And and one of the beautiful things is that when you're on an expedition trip with us, all of the shoreside experiences are included as well. And in the polar regions, we also include a polar jacket, which wow. has a wonderful inner layer if guests need to, uh, on a day, let's say perhaps when you're layering, if you have to take layers off or add layers, the expedition backpacks, canteens, so wow. there's all these extras that are included. You have a, a concierge ahead of time that makes sure that the fit is appropriate. We help with the <laughs> And then may I share one other thing, which I, I just came back from the Galapagos, and there you even have your wetsuit concierge that fits <laughs> you for your wetsuit. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just so funny. <laughs> I, I have never heard of a wetsuit concierge. I, that is, that's a first. That's amazing. So you went, what did you think of the Galapagos cruise? Oh, I loved it. I, I think Africa will always be one of my very favorites. Mm-hmm. But I must say that the Galapagos captured me as well. Just all of the wildlife and all the various species of birds and 
the expedition leaders that we had were phenomenal. We also had a photography expert on board as mm. well. And my favorite part was snorkeling and the, the, the sea lions who, they're not afraid. They don't know predators. Mm. And, and I was sitting in the sand trying to put my fins on, and the sea lion kept swimming back and forth, almost like a dog would say, come on, lady, hurry up, let's play. <laughs> uh, how many pictures did you take, Cindy? Oh, I, I don't even want to tell you. I, I know, I know, I know. I'm a, I, I still have pictures from my last two trips, and I looked at my content on my iPhone, and it said your content, and I have 125 gigs. It says your content's fine. How is that possible? How could, well, it's because I have videos and pictures <laughs> from my trips for a couple, for the last year and a half. So yes. what did you, did you go over 3,000? I, I didn't quite go that much. I was over two thousand. So yep. you're actually making me feel better. No, no, no. I do about two. Th- I do about two thousand on a trip, and the hardest part is before we're on a trip trying to clear out all my old photos yeah. so I have room for new ones. You know, so. so some, yeah, but, but those trip, those pictures they, are so important. I mean, they, they are. Yeah, I mean, this isn't something you'll look back on, and when you see the pictures. Um, then you'll think, oh my gosh, this was this and this was that. You know, it, it's it's. How are you, Kathy, on trips? You don't take as many as I do, but you. you don't. I take uh, quite a few, but yeah. um, probably at least a thousand, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and then of course you post on Facebook, so people mm-hmm. can follow your adventures and, really yeah. well. Do, do you do that, Cindy? Do you post your pictures on on, on a site so people can see? You know what what our company does? They have us send them to our marketing team so Uh they have a mix of the professional photographs Uh and then those taken by us in the field and then they will post them whether it's facebook twitter instagram and they do it in that way that's smart you know if i were to go on one of the cruises and you're making it sound so tempting um Mm. i think i would do it maybe one time for a special reason but the thing is then cindy i would be hooked and I yes. would always want and to you're, go. You're well, yeah. ruined. You, well, yeah, and I'd always <laughs> want to go back for more. I like the idea of the butlers, and I like the idea of all those extra. Ne- and I like the pillow uh, menus, and I like the infusion. I love the idea of of Ferragani. Is it Ferragani? Ferragamo. Ferragamo. Uh, Ferragamo yes. yes, I like that. I've never had that in a room before. But um, no, it's 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 it, it can be addictive. So, do you find people go one time just kind of thinking they're going to splurge and then get addicted? We do have that, and that's why with some of the special savings opportunities that we have, we find that people will then say, all right, I'm ready to rebook, and they'll rebook while they're off board. And so let's say they make their booking with Kathy, and they then go on the trip, and they love it. They book on board. They get their extra savings because they booked on board. And then any other applicable offers that are out there, then Kathy can assist them with those once they get home. And so, they yes, have the option of using that booking up to about a year after they booked it? Yes, they they have the option to rebook again once they're on board, and that goes right back to Kathy. Mm-hmm. So what are the most popular expeditions? And then we'll get to the other cruise. What do you find is the hottest expeditions you're doing right now? So I would say that the hottest for a very long time has been Antarctica. And then we have seen in the last couple of years that the summer months, the Arctic. So people that wanted to go and see the polar bears, um, and then now, you know, many many of them have now wanted to go see the polar bears. They've already gone to see the penguins. So mm-hmm. we, um, we find that our summer trips are now 
really selling well. Mm. And Antarctica, too, has been such a bucket list for people. So we may have guests that will take maybe one of the shorter cruises, Mm -hmm. let's say one of the 10-day voyages, and then they decide that they want to include the peninsula and go further. Mm -hmm. So they'll take a cruise that's maybe double the amount of days. Mm. Um, In the Galapagos, we offer two different itineraries, and they alternate every week. So guests that want to go to the Western itinerary can do that and then do North Central. So you could go back-to-back weeks and not repeat islands. I like that. I like that very much. Absolutely. Um, So give me the price range of what it would be in the breakdown for one of your popular cruises, whether expedition or otherwise. Right now, are the expeditions included with Africa? You mentioned Africa. Are those part of the expedition cruises? Yes. So... One of the beautiful things with us having the nine ships and having classic ships and the expedition, some of our itineraries, depending on the guest and their personal preferences, you can do Africa and the Indian Ocean on a classic ship, and you can also do it on expedition, just depending on Mm. which ports you want to go to Uh and what type of ship experience you want to have. I see. So we we offer even, even Northern Europe and the British Islands. Uh-huh. You could do classic yeah. So there's a lot of variety. Okay. Well, I, I, I like the British, you know. I mean, because I imagine the British goes around Britain and does it go to Scotland and Ireland, too? Is that included it, in it that? It does, and we have uh, quite a few different itineraries. Yeah. I, I mean, I love Ireland. Absolutely love Ireland. I went, and I've got, got to go back again. But, but there are a lot of places when you're in Ireland trying to do it, do it yourself on your own is hard to go to. So the cruise isn't. A good way to go, especially since you don't have to worry about driving on the left side of the road, right? Right, right, right. But but the cruise fares and things vary so much, and it's, it's hard to give an, a quote on it because it depends on the month, the length. It mm-hmm. uh, depends if we have a special savings being offered. Yeah. So it does vary widely. I, I just took a quick look here at a British Isles voyage and there's a few that are just really value priced that are around 4500 a person wow, really? but then yes no i'm shocked then, at that no that that in ways that just blows my mind because i yes. really thought you were going to say around 15000 well and i was going to say then there are those if you want to do um greenwich and you want to go to you want to go on a longer voyage then it might be 12000 14000 a person. So there, there's a wide range. Mm-hmm. There's some that's six, 7000 So it just depends on the itinerary, the month, the ship, and how well it's selling. So the one that's like the 4000 or $5,000, yes. that includes your excursions and your liquor and alcohol? No excursions. No excursions right. no, on that. Okay. No excursions on the classic. But I'm looking at one here that's on an expedition ship, and on the expedition ships, they are included. Ah, okay. Well, that's good. And the reason we do that, we we tried including shore excursions, Mm -hmm. and our clientele, we found, were not wanting to take what would be included. Mm -hmm. And so then they were paying a differential to take a variety of the other excursions, mm-hmm. or they like to do things on their own, or they like to do private car and driver, etc. 
we do include transportation from the ship into the city center, and a lot Ooh. of our guests like to explore on their own as well. I like so, that. Yeah, we tried that, but we found that we can offer a lower cruise fare in the marketplace Mm-hmm. Because as much as people can say they're free, they're they're not free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they would be included in the prize. Yeah, no, you're it's paying true. for it. Well, I <laughs> mean, I I now typically <laughs> I try to do um, as many as is feasible on my own. But if I'm worried about time constraints and getting back to the ship on time, I don't even go there because I don't want that to happen. I don't want to miss my boat. And because um, it's too stressful, <laughs> you're yes. running close. But I mean, there are so many ways to do things on your own that I I'm seeing more and more people. Are you seeing this that more and more people are trying to arrange some of their own excursions um, these days? I don't see that guests doing it on their own so much. I see them either having their travel professional do it, Uh or we have an option where it can be done online ahead of time, where you request a customized shore excursion or the private car and driver. Uh But I I honestly, I I don't hear of a lot of guests on Silver Sea making arrangements on their own. What about you, Kathy? Do people ask about that? Um, I guess it depends on age as well. Yeah, it depends. You know, for the higher-end cruises, a, a lot of people like the private car and driver. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, the lower-end cruises, they, they tend to go with, you know, whatever's offered, and they choose from the um, menu from the cruise lines. Mm-hmm. I know that um, you, you did a private car and driver on your last trip. It wasn't a cruise, but your trip to Italy. That you oh, did. Right. You yeah. had a great experience I did. With, with, with that. And, and again, you get Mark spoiled, <laughs> right? You, after that, you always want your own car, car and driver. Cause yes. But, you know, with with, with those private, if, if there's maybe four of you or sometimes mm-hmm. six, it mm-hmm. comes out sometimes cheaper than doing the bus thing. No, that's a very good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. And I've seen that. I, and so it really does take that kind of uh, personal touch to figure out the best way to do that. What's the popular Europe cruises that you're seeing now, Cindy? Boy, I would say it's it's two different realms. It's the voyages that have sort of those hallmark ports. You know, maybe it's going to be a Barcelona to Rome. There are people that still want to see those traditional places mm-hmm. on the front or the back to do a pre or a post. But then we also have seen people that want to do intensive Greece. I've had a lot of requests for Greece this year. I don't know. How about no. you, Kathy? No. I went on one that was um, really, I don't know if it was Seaborn or, no, I think it may have been um, Oceana. But I really enjoyed Greece, going to the islands that you usually don't go to, and, and included things like Corinth. And, um, yes. you know, not just Santorini, but um, some of the other islands that are, are much smaller and you don't hear about. And, and I have to say, it really was an amazing journey when I went to Greece. And I am seeing more and more people thinking of that because it's so different when you go to some of these other areas than what you would think of in the typical old days of what you do when you do a cruise of Greece, right? I mean, Yes, yes. and we go to some of the ports where... I won't even start to try to pronounce them. So, so mm-hmm. if we, we offer some really unique itineraries. We get a lot of guests that would be, I guess you would say, they're they're sort of port collectors. You know, mm. they they want to hit as many unique places as they. 
down or, or say they've, they've yep. been there and done that. And so we, we have some really interesting cruises this summer, and then we'll change it up a bit in 2019 and then 2020. Our world cruise is already selling really well. So, oh, gosh, so how, how many days is the world cruise? Yes. So so you, you can do anything from a segment uh, to back-to-back voyages to the full world cruise. So uh-huh. depending on which year, uh, our 2019 cruise, which is virtually sold out, I have a, a wait list that was made on Monday wow. for that one. It's 132 days. Wow. And, and there's a wait our, list for that? 132? There's a wait list for that in 2019. Oh, it's and amazing. It's from January 6th <laughs> to May 19th. Sorry. Those, those world cruises <laughs> uh, sell out on a lot of the cruise lines. Yes. I love the idea of it. Yeah. I absolutely love the idea of it. And, 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 and the segment idea makes sense as well. Um, yes. But I'm trying but to the imagine the people that do that. It's going to be our most popular because it goes to all seven continents, oh including my. Antarctica. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Well, in 130 days, you get to really know the staff real well, don't you? I guess yes, it's first name basis for everyone, I guess. <laughs> my you, gosh. You on that one, you'd really save a lot of money on your chips and your alcohol and some of those basic things, you know, as well. And the, yeah. and the you know nice what restaurants. Some guests do? They what? rent out their house during that period of ah, time. Ah, well, you could, you could make quite a bit yes. renting out your house and covering it. That's a good idea. Yes. Yes. I like that idea a lot. That's brilliant thinking. Now, okay, so you do you have an equal amount of expeditions and, and then the other cruises that aren't expeditions? or how, What's the breakdown of how many cruises you have for each? Yes. So on our expedition side, we have our Silver Cloud, our Silver Explorer, Silver Galapagos, and our Silver Discoverer. So we have four ships. On the Classic side, we have five ships. Uh-huh. So nine in total, and then we have a new ship joining the fleet in 2020, Silver Moon. Well, that, I, that isn't it interesting that people always want to be the on the inaugural, new, the, yeah. the new yes. ship? Wow. It's so true. And the, I, I had somebody who was trying to get on one of the sailings for the Silver Muse, and it was sold out. Really? That's yeah. a new ship? It's called the Silver right. Muse? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's, I can't believe it, Kathy. She's, this month is her one year. I cannot believe that. I was in Italy around this time last year for her inaugural. Wow. It's pretty. I saw pictures of it. Wow. She's a unique concept. I'm so glad you mentioned Silver View. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a main dining room like all the other ships ah. do. She has eight different dining venues. And then, of course, you can always have 24-hour complimentary room service on Silver Sea. And you could also order... During the restaurant open hours, you can order in suite from restaurant menus as well. Well, I have. It's funny you said that because I I'm one of those people that really don't like the main dining rooms, and I mean sometimes you don't have a choice for lunch or something, so I will go on yes. lunch. Or, but 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 I really like having. I like going to the restaurants, and I think most people do because you'll see people actually choosing, and always when they have a choice of one or two or three or four. Those sell out immediately, so I think it's yes. smart just going with the restaurant idea. Yes, and we find that a lot of new to Silver Sea and guests that 
are also have been with us a long time and they want to try something new are trying Silver Muse. I was at an industry event today and a lady said to me, I loved the ship, I love the restaurants, but I love being in a big dining room. And I mm-hmm. said, well, that's the beauty. We have eight other ships that offer that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, you said that ships are, how, how many passengers do the average ships carry? Yes, so our smallest is 100 guests, and our largest is just around 600, and then wow. everything in between. Wow, well, that, the 100, is that the Antarctica, or is that which one? So the 100 is our Galapagos, yeah. because that's the maximum number that can get on, on and off the ship at a time each mm-hmm. time the ship stops. Uh-huh. So everyone's able to be off the ship. And then our Antarctica ship, so 132 to about 200. And then we have ships that are just under 300, just under 400, wow. 540, and then the 600. Wow, I mean, it's almost like chartering your own ship when you have 100 yes. people. That's amazing. I, I, yes. That's, I love that idea. That's that's very unique, definitely. So, so there is obviously it's, it's, there's this huge difference between expeditions, not huge, but a big difference between what the, the kind of um, attitude and what you're doing with the expeditions versus the uh, regular cruise cruises that you do. And the expedition started just recently, or is that a new thing, or have you been doing those for a long time? We, we believe it or not, it's our 10 year anniversary, wow. and we're, we're celebrating that in June of this year. Wow, that's wonderful. And so, obviously, it sounds like you try to really make sure that there's a lot of educational, informational opportunities, and I assume those are lectures on board, as well as um, these yes. really unique um, excursions that you offer. That is that is correct. So, on any given expedition voyage, you can have someone that's a, an expert in an ornithologist, a botanist, a chemist. You could have a variety of different people who are experts in their field, and there's typically always a photographer that not, not is only there to take photos, but is there to actually help guests with the best way to take photos if there's motion of an animal or underwater mm. or taking pictures of the uh, flora and fauna. So there's, there's opportunities to learn both through the lectures on board briefings after each day and then also one of the unique things when you go out on a zodiac with silver sea is on some of the other expeditions the person that's navigating the zodiac is also the person that's talking to the guest on silver sea we have a navigator a, 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 a one person that that's their responsibility and then there's also an expedition guide leader on each zodiac too that can focus in, in looking at the surroundings and making sure to spot, you know, anything that would be interesting to the guests. Um, Kathy just handed me her phone, and she 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 knows me. She showed me one that I'd love it. I'd love to be going on Lisbon to Barcelona. Uh, departs on May fourteenth this year, six days, and it's, it starts from five thousand something. Let's see here. I have to go back. I lost Five thousand ninety, if it's available. <laughs> that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. the trick. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's where Kathy comes in at at, at two four four fourteen fourteen, uh, or captivatingjourneys dot com, because um, 
you know, that's that's a that would be a great deal. Now, on those again, you say you don't have inside cabins, but you do have the difference of a window versus a, a balcony, right? That that is correct. So let's say on that trip that you're speaking about, that's on Silver Muse, and you would have there's only a few rooms that have a three quarter large picture window. So three quarters of the wall is a window, oh, wow. and and then um, anything above that, you're going to have a private veranda. I like that. I mean, because that is big. I mean, because some of these ships, truthfully, I've been on some cruise lines that say a balcony, and you barely can fit a chair out there. And oh I, no, this you can you can <laughs> dine out there. <laughs> and it's like that's really the balcony, you know. Um, <laughs> but but that's that's an amazing deal. That's six. I think that was six nights. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a that's a great deal, and so. But then you have the variety. Some are those, and sometimes they're three times more than that. It depends. And I noticed you have a lot of wait lists going on as well. It's like wait we wait list. So yes. it's like so. You're obviously um, people are very very happy with some of these cruises if they're already on wait list for a lot of these, right? Yes, and I think some of the most successful promotions that we have going on right now are we lost you just for a second there i missed your phone your phone kind of your phone i'm sorry cindy the last one we had a kind of hard time hearing the phone kind of wasn't as clear said you have quite a few promotions and we didn't hear the rest oh we have quite a few promotions in the marketplace right now and one of them is we have air promotions that it would be leaving from San Francisco or LAX or Seattle, somewhere on the West Coast. So, unfortunately, we don't have the air from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. But the inclusive air, let's say on these Mediterranean cruises that you were speaking of, it, it makes it um, such an unbelievable special deal if, if a guest wants to then go to one of the uh, air hubs let's say, in California, or there's an air credit that would be offered if on that voyage they're not able to take advantage of that air special. And then another opportunity we have now is on various voyages. If you pay in full by the set date, um, there's too many different dates to go through each Mm -hmm. of them, but there's an additional 10% savings. That's good. And, boy, it adds up when you put all of these special offers together. Now, do all of your cruises um, have the option of doing air-inclusive or, or not? So it, it is on uh, most of our destinations, but it's all based on capacity controls and space availability. Mm-hmm. So that's why you may see, when you see weight lists on things, uh, there's both the wait list for the actual suite accommodation mm-hmm. and air promotions are also first come, first serve. Gotcha. I mean, because, it, it, you know, I like the idea of air inclusive, but then the one thing that's always hard for me is I like to have more than a day when I land. And a lot of these uh, trips that include air get you there just the day before. Um, and then you get on board the next day. But I I like to always, unless it's like Barcelona, which I've been to like seven or eight times, but but on a lot of these places I do like to have a couple of days. And then, you you know, I don't know, sometimes you can have the option of of going in earlier and paying more, but you include the hotel when you do the air-inclusive and the hotel and then on board the next day on those air-inclusive ones? 
Right. So I I wouldn't want to give a standard answer because it also depends on the voyage and mm-hmm. the destination. Right. But yes, we do have pre and post hotel opportunities, and on some of them, it is part of that inclusive part of the air promotion, Mm -hmm. but sometimes those could be full as well. So I never like to over-promise. I'd rather someone be, you know, very happy when they find out what is included on that. Well, that's why we have travel agents, right, Kathy? That's exactly exactly why. No, it's true, because because you can get lost in in the details or understanding of these, and there's always different situations for every single person that travels. Yes, I... I can't tell you how many times when someone will say, well, could I get a better deal if I call? No, because you want someone like Kathy to be able to walk you through every step. And, and there are there are so many details. If, if something is really special to you, there's something in a particular port that's a must do or see, you want to know that your travel professional is going to be there telling you, okay, we're 121 days prior to sailing. You're going to be able to book your shore excursions at mm-hmm. 121 days. Mm-hmm. Or you want to eat in our Lillian Chateau restaurant on your 20th wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure that we call first. Or, you know, we get online first thing tomorrow morning to book your reservation. And and oftentimes, uh, you know, guests they they need a travel professional to be able to look out for all those details. Yeah, you want to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say sometimes um, with our, like, we're a member of Ensemble, we can provide an additional amenity like shore um, onboard credit um, that you can't get, um, even just booking directly with the cruise line. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was just saying before you called today, Cindy, that um, there was a story today that I read from Peter Greenberg that it's estimated that one in four Americans will travel alone this year. Uh, I know there's a lot of people just starting to realize that, and it takes a long time to catch up sometimes with building a ship and having that availability, but more people are. So what happens when you get requests for, um, you know, single? Um, I'm so glad you asked. Yes, I'm so glad you asked because we're very friendly for sole occupancy guests to travel with us on many different levels, and one of which is even from a price standpoint. So, yes, there were voyages where a sole occupancy guest would have to pay 200%. That would be on one of those voyages where you see lots of wait lists. Mm-hmm. Or that might be on a holiday cruise where it's you know, very full and we know it's going to fill out. However, we have a lot of voyages that offer 125%. So, mm. for only 25% what it would cost for someone to then, you know, if they were traveling on their own, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry, traveling double occupancy. Some are 130, 135, 150, but we have a significant number that are at 125%. That's, and then, that's very yeah. attractive to someone who is looking at yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, definitely makes yeah. a difference. Yeah. And uh, then and then on board the ship, they do a really good job of looking out for the guests and with the, the way the dining works, too. And having the all-inclusive, I, I always think it's so nice. You can walk into a lounge, sit down and have a conversation with people or play trivia, whatever mm-hmm. may be going on that evening, mm-hmm. and say, oh, would you like to join us for dinner tonight and go into the dining room together? And there's never this, oh, who's going to pick up the bill? Are we going to ever see those people again? Mm. It's just, it makes the experience on board so relaxed. Mm. 
That's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. Well, we've we've really gone through so much, Cindy. I mean, I I, I really have always wondered about Silver Seas, and I mean, you've you've done an amazing job of describing and giving us a lot of details about it. Uh, and you debunked a lot of myths that people might have about when when they think Silver Seas, they immediately think, "Oh my gosh, I can't afford it." <laughs> so, so no, no, and and I really so appreciate the opportunity. No, you've been you've been excellent, and I'm glad that you and Kathy connected on Oahu. And I'm um, so happy. Maybe next Thank time. Thank you for making that trip, Kathy. <laughs> I really appreciated you coming. It meant uh, a lot. All right. Thank you. And I wanted to just point out one thing. Uh, I, I think it was this, was it a couple of years ago? Was it the cloud that was here? Yes. Um, and we got to tour the ship and have lunch. That the lunch was the best lunch or food on any cruise line that I had been on. It was just. Oh, <laughs> we you. still talk about it. Have so them, the food have is them come back. Outstanding. Have them come back. We we say Hana Ho in a way. Yeah. You want a Hana yes. Ho? Yeah. Bring it. Bring it here to Maui Cindy, next time. You have to come. I yeah. would love to. I yeah. really would. I'd love to. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and thank you so thank much you. for your time and your information, Cindy. Aloha. Thanks, Cindy. Aloha. I'll be in touch with you. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you, bye-bye. Well, we have about um, five minutes left, or um, four minutes left now. Um, and I know we wanted to talk a little bit. You you leave for Egypt tomorrow. I do. I'm so excited. And you're flying. Give us a little bit on your background, your itinerary, because we can, can be a voyeur on your trip. And I know we'll follow you on Facebook as well. So where are you going on this one? So I leave tomorrow on United, and we're flying Maui, Chicago, and then Chicago to New York. And then we're spending the night. So there's five of us from Maui. Oh, wonderful. So we're going to spend the night in the city and then um, have dinner and nice. maybe, maybe see a show. I don't know. Uh-huh. And then the next day, uh, Saturday evening then we fly from a jfk to cairo on egypt air how long a flight is that it's like 11 hours oh it's a long flight it is oh okay yeah and but that makes it nice because you break it up and i like breaking it up and having mm-hmm. a trip to new york is like having a whole special extra adventure in yeah there. and then we'll get excited yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you go to Egypt, and then you stay at which hotel first? The Mena House, which oh, the is best. yeah, that it's it's the really the closest um, hotel to the pyramids. And you're we have um, pyramid view rooms, so you just look out, and there they are. That might be a, um, when you get there on Monday or Tuesday, I guess, huh? No, I get there on Sunday. On Sunday, yeah. So where are you going to be on next Wednesday? Um. I think we will be boarding the boat. Oh, and the Nile. I believe, yeah. And not just any boat. The Offendina. Offendina's like yeah. this luxury, special... Uh, yeah, private boat. There's uh, eight cabins, uh, eight or nine cabins. Wow. Cabin. And uh, so it's just um, so it's just our group on the boat, and we have a private chef, and it's really nice. Yeah. So maybe you could call in. On on Wednesday yeah, next week, I will, I'll email I, you. How many hours difference is it? It's twelve. Each? It is twelve hours, yeah. just like Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then that would be uh, one o'clock. It'd be one in the morning there. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be up. Maybe we'll do a recording. Maybe. We might have to. <laughs> and then you go down the Nile, and you're not into Nile. And Andrea Smith is going to entertain you because she's very entertaining. She is. She's the queen of the Nile. She is the queen of the Nile. <laughs> 
Yeah, so um, so we do a couple of days in Cairo, then um, then we uh, fly to Aswan, and then we board the boat, and then go down the Nile. Then we come back to Cairo, and then we do two nights on Mount Sinai to St. Catherine's Monastery. How are you going to get over there to Mount Sinai? I think we're driving. Really? I Or we fly. Um, oh. We might be flying to Sharm el-Sheikh, and then I think it's a two-hour drive from there. And there's the the nunnery, is it? There's a monastery. Church, a monastery on mm-hmm. the top. Mm-hmm. And wow. that's where um, supposedly where the... Um, God spoke to Moses in the burning bush. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah, I, w- I was kind of reading about I it. I guess you just wouldn't see the burning bush if it was all burnt, huh? No, no. no. Yes. But uh, I, <laughs> ashes yeah, I supposedly um, to the mountain, you, we ride a camel up to a certain spot, uh-huh. and then you walk the rest of the way up. Oh, that sounds really exciting. Are, are you, because you haven't been there before. I haven't been there. That's exciting for mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely have to take pictures there. Yeah. I want a picture of you on that camel. Mm-hmm. And There's then. camels all over <laughs> there in Egypt, though. The, and then we come back to Cairo and um, do the bazaar and. Uh, shop. Shop. And then fly back to New York. And then we spend the night at the airport and then come home. And when do you get back? What's the date you get back? April 30th. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so quite a full-packed couple of weeks. Yeah. I, You know, when I first went to Egypt in 2016, I thought two weeks was kind of long. I thought, yeah. well, you know, maybe five, six days. But it actually goes by really Oh, quickly. it does. Absolutely does. Yeah. Well, we are really, really thrilled for you. And I can't wait to hear about your adventure. I wish I was going. But second best, I'll be able to hear about it all from you. All right. So thank you, Kathy, and we'll talk to you when you get back or maybe on the route from the phone. <laughs> yes. And a big aloha to you. Thanks so much. Would you lay down these headlines?